0: Welcome to the Believe podcast a conversation between friends over a passage of Scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten
1: and I'm Marvin Williams.
0: Today is episode 26. We are looking at John chapter 11. So verses 1 through 44 the whole thing. If you haven't had a chance to read it, take time to do that and then we'll dive right in.
1: All right so Carolyn yes um, this is a this is a Bible question. Oh, um, like Bible trivia Bible trivia. love it. Bible trivia. So okay. what is what do you think is the shortest verse in the Bible?
0: I actually know the answer to this. It is in our passage today, John eleven thirty-five. And you wanna well, and it is two words. So friends, if you're looking to add scripture memory, we did talk about that. This is not well, it counts because it is scripture. It counts. It, it, two it's words. scripture. Jesus wept. John eleven thirty five.
1: Mind blown.
0: There it is. Okay. <laughs> We've all just memorized a verse today. We cannot add that, which actually is my son Drew's um, favorite, I'll say that in air quotes, but verse, <laughs> like if there's an opportunity, you know, like, hey, what verses have you been memorizing? John eleven thirty five. or if my husband Steve's like, let's read... Uh, a, a scripture today dinner does anybody have any ideas drew john eleven let's just keep it short keep it moving it, he is he...
1: such a smart aleck isn't yes, he I yes i love him i love him yes. so
0: eighth grade boy
1: yeah <laughs> that was actually one of the um, uh, one of the first bible trivia questions i like i i learned it's like like it was like you got to be kidding me that that's a verse yeah like it's I only know. two words and yet um it's two words but it has a powerful context surrounding mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and uh, even the two words i believe is super super important but we'll we'll yeah, get back we to that yeah we will get to that for sure we'll get to that um so so let's let's talk about why jesus wept yeah um and that helps us that that kind of leads us into the context of this particular chapter something something is happening or something has happened in this passage that gets Jesus's attention and what is that thing that has happened that gets his attention?
0: Yes. So it starts off right away and tells us that, um, Lazarus, this friend of Jesus and and his sisters, Mary and Martha, um, they're, they're also mentioned other places in the gospels. Um, Lazarus is sick. Um, we do also know little tip off this is the seventh sign
1: you beat me to it I was gonna say it okay so, but, so yeah. this
0: so the seven seven of seven now so there is something here that we can believe about Jesus that John is pointing us to um so we will see that unfold but there Jesus' very good friend Lazarus is sick and dying at the so beginning.
1: so that 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 raises um uh, at least it raises for me a A very comforting thought that Jesus actually had friends. Mm -hmm. Like he 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 had friends. It wasn't like I think sometimes we get in our mind that Jesus was so holy and righteous, hovering above (laughs) everyone
0: or something.
1: And it wasn't a hoverboard either. So okay, so so there's a sense where we we have a picture in our minds of Jesus. He didn't have friends. Mm -hmm. He just had these twelve guys that followed him. But they weren't his friends. But even beyond the 12, he had friends like Lazarus and Mary and Martha. And he actually loved his friends. Yeah. Uh, again, for me, that's that's super, super important that that our friends are not just for to to um for our beck and call. Mm-hmm. We're to give something back in the relationship as well. It's a symbiotic relationship where I, I am called to love my friends and my friends are called to love me. And I think we see a picture of Jesus um, having friends and loving and, and, and being moved by, by his friends. And so that was one of the things that stuck out to me, like stuck out to me like right away that, yeah. that this is a normal life that Jesus has. He has friends and he cares about his friends and his friends cares about him, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. care about him.
0: So he receives this message that um, that Lazarus is sick, and then Jesus kind of makes a weird decision. Like, you would think he would get the message and take right off, but he deliberately chooses to wait two more days. What is up with that?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I would think, like, man, that's, that's, like, Jesus, you come to, you know, hurry up and come to my rescue. Even the disciples wonder about this, yeah. and ultimately— um, Jesus says, hey, listen, I am doing this, and you may not even realize that I'm doing this so that God's glory might be displayed. Again, it kind of goes back to a previous episode where the man who was born blind and the disciples ask, who sinned, this man or his parents? And Jesus says, neither. I'm, I actually want to display my glory. And I think we see another picture of Jesus using his own timing and not the timing of the disciples, mm-hmm. not the, the the timing of Mary and Martha, but his own timing so that maximum, so we might see God getting maximum glory yeah. from this situation. And so, um, so yeah, it's not their timing. It's his timing. And that timing is to, is to bring glory ultimate, ultimately to bring glory to God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of skipping ahead a little bit. So then, he decides to wait two days and then we find out that Jesus or that Lazarus has died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Jesus arrives and this is something I, I think is so interesting. So verse 21, first he um, has a conversation with Martha. And then again in 32, he has a conversation with Mary where they they're coming to him. Oh, and they both acknowledge like if you had been here, he wouldn't have died they both know Jesus has the power to heal they've seen it they've seen i mean i'm well i guess i don't know that they if they actually saw some of those other signs but they've heard about them and yep. they believe you could have healed him um i also think it's interesting that they address him as lord because honestly he's just disappointed them
1: yeah yeah
0: they sent the message with time for him to get there he didn't make it they they know he had the power to heal but So in their grief, and probably, I'm just going to guess, disappointment, this has not gone like they want. They still address Jesus as Lord. Like, they still believe in him, even though Jesus isn't doing what they expected, even though Jesus isn't acting as they hoped, they still believe, which I think is so admirable and incredible
1: carolyn i i i I wish we had time just to dive deeper into that because that is super super i think important for um um individuals to hear right now i think sometimes disappointment um and grief somehow gives us a hall pass to disobedience and to disbelief and to say you know something i'm just going to live any kind of way but these women held on to Jesus as Lord and Messiah um, in the face of a very, very difficult time, and I think that's where a lot of our maturity uh, maturity comes is when we mm-hmm. continue to believe, continue to abide in um, in His Word and who He is, and 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 they say, in a, in essence, you didn't do it, but we believe you could have. Yeah. We, we believe you could have shown up and prevent it and it's kind of like the uh uh daniel and the and the three hebrew boys it's like even if you don't deliver us we believe you can Mm -hmm. and so there's this sense where um i needed to hear that what you just said is that even in the midst of disappointment and grief will i still cling to him as lord Mm -hmm. will i still cling to him as the one who is the good shepherd and the one who turns water to wine who turns disappointment into joy again and so thank you you know just I know we're doing a podcast and I (laughs) like thank you because that's a that's a word for me today is that even in the midst of grief and disappointment I can still trust him uh Mm -hmm. and hold on to him as Lord that's Mm -hmm. really really good
0: what what's something that stood out to you
1: um so there is um there's this sense of verse 25 uh we look at verse 25 and in verse 25, it says Jesus answered them, I told you and you uh, do not believe. The words that I do, uh, the words that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me. So there's this sense where um, um, where there are, Jesus kind of talks about these stages of belief and these stages of, of growth. And even we see that in Mary and Martha. And uh, for us as followers of Jesus, there are stages to our growth. Mm-hmm. There are stages mm-hmm. to our maturity where we may, um, we may believe a little bit now, but the more time we spend with Jesus, our growth moves from one degree to the next. So we all start off as, um, and, and this is going to be, you're probably not politically correct, but it's it's a biblical term. We all start off as dead. Um, and not responsive to Jesus and then at some point we respond to the gospel and we hear the gospel our eyes are open we have spiritual sight our hearts are turned and we become um, we cross the line of faith and at that point we're like spiritual children we're still trying to figure out things and we're still trying to understand what it means to be what we're just learning how to walk and crawl crawl and walk and. And and then eventually, as we grow, we move to another stage, um, spiritual children, where we're able to kind of feed ourselves a little bit, and um, and and we're growing. We're growing in our relationship with uh, with Jesus. Um, is there are there other stages that we can we can look at?
0: Yeah, and I think it is. I mean, maybe it is kind of like being called sheep. You know, we talked about that in previous episodes, but it is a good metaphor for growth because we, we know that like we, when we first uh, become a believer, we don't know everything. We're, we are growing and there are those stages. So from spiritually dead to infancy, to child, to young adult, like, and a young adult can take care of themselves and can begin to take care of others. Like looking, you know, children are so selfish. You don't have to teach a child how to say mine. Or, you know, so, but young adult, hopefully, I mean, they're, they're becoming more independent and can, and care for others. And that's true for us in the spiritual sense too. We can, we're, we're growing, taking responsibility for our own faith and spiritual growth. And then we're also looking for how we can come alongside others to that level of being a spiritual parent where we are discipling someone else, like someone who is less mature and we are helping them. Encouraging them, coming alongside them in their spiritual growth.
1: Yeah, and and I think I think uh, having those stages in mind are I believe are are really uh, really important. Moving from one degree of belief to the next. Mm-hmm. Now I did want to correct something. Um, I I read um, I should have read this uh, passage. Jesus said to her, "This is verse twenty-five of 11. I read the, a different passage. Jesus said to her, "I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live." And so that's the that is the Keep on believing. That is the increasing yeah. of stages of faith, and and we're going to be talking about that even as a church. You know, kind of where are we in um, in our level of growth, so that we can continue to grow to the next level, so ultimately we can share with others and help them believe and deepen their trust in Jesus as well. So that was a that was one that uh, stood out to me is mm-hmm. that everyone wants to know where they are. Uh, in their walk with Jesus, and what resources we can give um, individuals in each stage so that we can cross the bridge into the next stage, because yeah. we want to consistently be growing and transforming into every uh, into who, who Jesus wants us to be.
0: Yeah. That same verse, it's another of those I am statements where we've yeah. seen Jesus yep. say, I am the light of the world. I am the gate. I am the great shepherd. Here he is. I am the resurrection and the life. And so, again, remember our context here. This is in the midst of talking about a per- their good friend who has passed away. And Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. And I love that Jesus can bring dead things back to life. Yeah. Here we're going to see a physical person. that, But that is true in a metaphorical sense, too. Yeah. Whether that is a dead um, relationship, a dead dream um, he, he is in the business of bringing things that we think are beyond repair, beyond bringing back. He can bring dead things to life.
1: Yeah, and, and, and with that, there's, um, there's a prerequisite, though, and we see that in verse, uh, verse 27, uh, where um, uh, uh, we see Jesus responding to Mary and Martha. Yeah. She said to him, um, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world, so um, we see this yes, Lord posture. So, in order for that dead things to come back to life, um, we really do have to put ourselves in a position to say, Yes, Lord, I'm I trust you, yes, Lord, I believe, mm-hmm. and even waking up in the morning saying and having that posture before leaving the house, Yes, Lord, I know it's impossible, I know it sounds impossible, but my response to you is, Yes, Lord, mm-hmm. and, um, and I think that is a prerequisite for us to begin to see some of the miracles um, like we see in this text, but, but not only that in our own lives as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So then it happens. Jesus brings Lazarus back to life. And I like, i I've heard you say and I'll let you say it like so he's been in the grave for four days. Four days. And why is that significant?
1: Four days. So in Jewish culture, um when you are um you know beyond three days, you are considered dead dead. Now again when Super dead.
0: <laughs> whatever that is.
1: Super dead. So <laughs> so so you know, again, once a person dies, day one, uh, you're dead. Yeah. But but the the significance of it is, is that this is like beyond any kind of miracle, you're dead, dead. And I think it heightens, I think John wants to heighten the drama so that, that this is totally, totally impossible, never happened before. And Jesus walks into a dead, dead situation and, and he does something that's never been done before. And he, he speaks, and there is life. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "Lazarus, come forth," and someone who is dead comes back to life. And that is like, whoa! That that gets my attention. Um, that the one who is the resurrection and the life, he can actually bring life out of dead things. And so, so that's a. I think that's one of that's the significant piece of the of the four days.
0: Yes, and then the next thing that Jesus said jumped out at me. I just so Jesus says, "Unwrap him." And let him go.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what for
0: what reason, but I just th- unwrap him and let him go. And so, if we're thinking of um, this Jesus bringing dead things back to life, more in the in the um, metaphorical sense, which can be true for us, that idea of unwrapping and letting go of something—like I think there is something we can learn from that. Hmm. That. Yes, Jesus can bring dead things back to life. Maybe it's a dream, whether that's a job, whether that's a a relationship that you were hoping would be restored. But Jesus' instructions here are to unwrap it and let it go, like release it. I may bring it back to life, but it may not look like the way you thought it was going to look.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: There is still, even in that resurrection of whatever that dead hope dream had been, they still are instructed to release and let it go.
1: Yeah, I, I and and that's that's a again a beautiful picture, of um, of, of Jesus giving, uh, giving new life and turning something, um, that that was dead into something totally different, ready for this this new life that's that's being offered. I think the other thing that that stands out uh, in that phrase that you bring up is this idea, of. Um, I can't wear the same clothes. Mm -hmm. I can't wear the same death clothes, and um, so he says, you know, unwrap him, let him go from from that past death thing, and now he's about to walk into something new. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the reality for us as well. That when we become believers in Jesus, um, we're we're. Jesus also says, unwrap them and let them go, um, because the past. Things that we've done, the past life that we had, we have a new life ahead of us. And um, and I love the fact that Jesus raises him, but also says there's something new ahead. And you're right. It might not look the same. Yeah. And uh, in fact, it's going to look even better uh, for some. It will look better, but for others, it just might be different. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, that's, that's a this again, a powerful, powerful story yes. of Jesus not only resurrecting Lazarus, Physically, the seventh sign, which is a precursor to um, a maybe an eighth sign mm-hmm. of Jesus's resurrection himself, and um, and I, I I love the fact that uh, we see the power of Jesus, and again, it is a story so that we might believe, yeah. and that we might have life in Jesus's name.
0: So what can we believe about God, ourselves and others for oh, this, this is passage? A
1: simple, I, ooh, ooh, this oh, is an okay. easy question. Yes, no, Marvin? Easy. <laughs> 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 that, that Jesus is is the resurrection. He mm-hmm. actually uh, wants to bring dead things to life again, and um, and we can trust him with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mic drop, that's it. Okay. I don't know, that, that's, that is it. And... And then just the amazing ramifications that has, whether that, because that draws, that gives us hope for something for ourselves, whether that encourages us to lift someone else up in prayer. I mean, there have been times where I have prayed for friends' marriages or um, their relationship with a child, and it seems hopeless, but it is this story that can give us hope. Like, hey, keep praying. He can bring dead things back to life.
1: And our posture is, yes, Lord.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for listening, friends. Um, Join us again next time. Share this podcast with a friend.